You guys heard of uh, the ancient Greek hero Bophides? Bophides? Bophides. Never. Actually, never heard of Bophides. Never? No. Okay. Who is he? Well, uh, okay. So he's a lot like Achilles, and so you've heard of the Achilles heels, right? Yeah. Well, have you ever heard of Bophides nuts? No. Both of these nuts? <laughs> oh, you got me, <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> I was like, did he, has he seriously not heard this joke before? No, I really haven't. Okay, this one's, this one's a shout out, and when they hear it, they'll know who it is. Did you hear about the Viking that was reincarnated? Mm-mm. He was Bjorn again. Bjorn. The frail Lord will rise again. Okay, these are getting cut. No one's Sorry. laughing at my jokes. Fuck you guys. <laughs> did you hear these before, Adrian? Yes. yes. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Those ones I didn't get. Why did the rooster go to the gentleman's club? To get some cork. For chicken strips. that's a good one that much better than the last two that was a good one welcome back purgators to stuck in this purgatory i'm chase and joining me as always in purgatory is hunter and his possessed whatever and adrian hello how we doing today boys uh i'm ready to talk about some mist we are oh what kind of mist sierra mist Oh, that, that's a cheap version of Sprite. <laughs> Let me ask this to Adrian. Every time Chase introduces you, you only say hello. When are you going to switch it up? Never. I'm disappointed. It's almost kind of like a trademark at this point. Like, hello. Yeah. Hello. It's kind of cute. Hi. I imagine if Hi. we were like on Twitch, you know, and get those little emojis, that would be like your little, that'd be like your little tag. You yeah. Know? It'd be two big ass thighs touching each other and be like, hello. Hello. <laughs> Maybe we'll make that as an NFT. Oh. <gasps> NFTs? If you if you believe in NFTs and I believe in NFTs and we all believe in NFTs, we'll all get rich. He's butters. Thank you, butters. I don't remember that. Oh my god, you're the biggest South Park person. Denny's ever. Supermax when he's pitching Even NFTs. I know that. And they're like, the, the manager's like, that sounds pretty good. <laughs> you gotta watch it, dude. I did. It no, totally I mean, makes sense. I remember I yeah, remember him talking he... about getting into NFTs, but I don't remember the part where he's like, if we all do NFTs, we'll be all fucking rich. That's pretty yes. much the foundation of NFTs. If you really look really look at it at a core. If you believe in it and everyone else believes in it, then it'll make everyone money. Well, That's the funniest it's, thing about it's it. It's no different than the one dude who literally just pinned a banana to the wall and got mu- paid for it. As I mean, art. true. Do, or- do, do you hear about the one guy who he literally just, he got commissioned to do artwork and the guy just sold him a blank piece oh, of yeah. Canvas or whatever. Oh yeah, and took off with like half a million dollars. Yeah, he's like that's art. That's what I consider art. I mean, that's that's the modern ways. And then and then artists like Banksy, you know, like I'm surprised like that dude's like not in the NFT game. I, maybe he is. I don't know. I'm maybe sure he's behind the scenes, dude. I mean, anything can be an NFT. This, what I'm saying right now can be an NFT. So who fucking knows? Low key, you can cut this out, Chase. But I accidentally joined a Discord once, and it was an NFT of porn stars' buttholes. Nice. Yeah, yeah you and sent it, it was to us. Too much. I did, oh, I did send it to you. I know. It I was too looked. much. It was looked. way too much because the porn stars actually interacted and it was like really fucking weird. It got really cultish really so quick. I never, like these men worship these buttholes. So so basically they would throw up a chick's butthole mm-hmm. and then they would talk about it as it got bid? I mean, they yeah, they took a picture of it. They, they posted it. People bought it and then just like traded it publicly and talked about it. Just and talked it, about buttholes. And then the, the porn stars would be invited into the this Discord to promote it. And, and, you know, just grow it and grow it. And I was like, this just, is too much for me. So I, just, just think of Chase's Vortex being an F- NFT. I'm telling you, we need to get the warp gate on the on OpenSea. We need to get Chase's NFT asshole right <laughs> listed now. White list it. White list it. It's going to be, dude, we'll be filthy rich on dude, that Dude, we'll bubble. be so rich. People will want that Stargate butthole, man. Let me tell it, you. It's going to be like when uh, the Blue Waffle came out. And it's like, you couldn't help but look and like- <laughs> You couldn't invest- help. You had to investigate it. You, you couldn't did? just be like, Blue no. Waffle. No, you'd be like, that's, What? You well, had wait, to know. What's this? Oh, God. What's, <laughs> now, what's this? And you just keep going down. It's like two That's girls 27 one cup. years. 
<laughs> Chipotle abuse. <laughs> Chip- Chipotle way. Chipotle abuse and, and go fast. Oh man. oh, man. The two things that go through me. <laughs> cocaine. <laughs> I did, right. Let's talk about cocaine. How about Johnny Depp's testimony? Oh, my Where God. they asked him, they're like, did you have cocaine in this container? And he goes, no, but you could... Definitely put cocaine in that container. I, yeah, I saw a picture the other uh, today actually, and it was like you've heard of Elf on a Shelf, and I had a picture of um, Emily, Amanda Heard, whatever the fucking yeah, name yeah, is, Amber Heard, yeah. on top of a turd. It was like, have you ever yep. heard of Miss Turd on a turd? Miss Heard on a turd. Miss Heard on a turd. I love that. There's a TikTok, and the guy puts a a mattress on on trial, and. He's like, she st- stood up on top of me, and I thought she was just going to do a workout, you know, some squats or something. And then he, he looks over to Amber Heard. And he's like, what are you laughing about? What are you laughing about? <laughs> that do, poor girl's over with. Do you ever, like, just question, like, what is going on? Is this just all a ploy for entertainment, or is this, like, legit? You want serious talk, though, bro? It's total, it's total distraction from the Ukrainian crisis and the economic depression that's ongoing in this fucking economy that's about to bubble. This housing market that's about to bubble. This Amber Heard trial, that's all it's about. It's yeah. about entertainment and distraction. Yeah, from fucking the man Elon Musk taking over Twitter. Fuck yeah, boy. Anyways, what are we talking about today? This is our form of distraction. This is our form. Absolutely. It's Jedi Joe is going to be super happy about this. Shadow people. (laughs) Shadow people. Honestly, this has been well requested. Shadow people. Shadow people. It's been very, it's, everybody wants to talk about it. We've had listeners uh, email us in about their personal stories. We found an amazing book on on actual things that have happened. This is this is a beefy one. This is this is the shadow people. It is bigger than just two words. You like big old blobs of blackness? Well, we got it for you. <laughs> Actually, they're very scary in Terraria, but you know. Oh, no. I love that game. I want to play, play together. I re- Every time I say we'll just play, you're like, no, I don't want to Can you actually play together? Yeah. I really want to play that game because it's so relaxing. After playing all this COD and Tarkov and all these awful games, I want to play Terraria. All right. Well, we'll play Terraria. Cool. All right. So these boys have had a serious hard on for like, I don't know, a couple of days now talking about this shit. So I want you guys to make sure when you listen to this episode, you're sitting down and you're strapped in because shit's about to get wild. Make sure you have your strap on. <laughs> you like strapped that? Strapped on, strapped on Ooh, baby. Doggy. Well, how about we dive into the good old history of shadow figures? Yeah, let's figure out where uh, this this shit came from and what the hell it is. Because you're probably asking yourself, what is a shadow person? And it's a lot more complex than just as it seems. The history of shadow people starts off with descriptions of shadow figures that have been found in folklore and religious texts. For centuries, their stories have been passed on from generation to generation until this century when it has become one of the most talked about figures in the paranormal community. From crawling shadows to the infamous Top Hat Man, can anyone explain the lore of these hauntings and what brings them to our world? I think that's what's most fascinating about this topic is the deep beginnings. And it's not just shadow people. It's also Top Hat Man, it's Black Eyed Kids, it's The Crawler, it's The Mist, it's it's paranormal, it's possibly alien, it's possibly interdimensional. It is literally everything a supernatural advocate or whatever you're into, whatever your kink is, it's the perfect topic for you. I mean, the thing about it is, from, from what I've heard you guys talk about already about this is, I mean, technically if it's dark enough and I'm walking, wouldn't I be a shadow person? Yes. I mean, you could be a mist. There's there's plenty of photographic evidence that you could be just a mist in the in the corner. Okay, Chase leaves too much too many mist. I am going. I'm going to get real, just really fucking out there before we start this episode. Okay. 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 Right. I'm ready. I'm I don't ready. think you guys are ready for this. So, sit there and just imagine. Let's just say we're all souls in this cosmic universe, right? Okay. Now. Think about your body as just being a shell, and your soul is inhibited in that shell. Now, <laughs> you guys can't see it, but Adrian's pantomiming a goddamn soul casing. <laughs> what the fuck? So basically, you're experiencing things through the, the eyes of this shell. But really, outside, if you think about it, almost kind of like in a Matrix way, there is all this... Uh, 
ether around us, right? Ethereum? Yeah, I mean, like... <gasps> NFTs. Here's, here's, here's my best example. Here's my best example, right? I can be perceiving this room right now in everything that's going on. Now, you as an individual is going to be perceiving something completely different. Does it, is that making sense? Yes, continue. Yes. I like it. Okay. So, when it comes to shadow people, I wonder if that is us seeing that ethereal realm and seeing something that's either in a parallel dimension or that our brain is just perceiving our reality right now when there really is truly another reality out there. It's truly the conundrum of does a bear shit in the woods? Does a tree make a sound if no one's near? To be perceived is to be observed, to be made real. And that is, it's an interesting point, Chase. I I, I applaud you. I applaud you because it's an interesting choice. Chase, your point is absolutely crazy, right? And and it's something that could actually be very real. And it kind of goes off of Einstein's theory of energy. And it could very much be energy from yourself then coming out of your body and depicting something else that you're seeing as well. Yeah, I mean I that was really long-winded and so I hope I got my point across. I like basically it. like right now sitting here in this room my brain is projecting my reality when maybe in reality it's not actually that. It might just be this ether of mists and forms and souls and shit. What if I'm not real and I'm just sitting here and you're just seeing me? That would be very scary, and my dreams already haunt me, so thank you, Adrian. <laughs> what yeah, if... <laughs> but, but, but that's off of your theory, right? It is true. It's 100% you, true. You could seriously be perceiving me and Hunter and all of your little in your mind, and in actuality, you're just a lunatic, and somehow you have a job still. Okay, so for, 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 everybody, for everybody listening right now, I hope you're not smoking weed because you're going to have some oh, fucked up dreams right you'll now. You'll be twisted. <laughs> well, that's what's so wild about shadow people is there's there's a theory behind the matrix that possibly shadow people are inter, interdimensional travelers that basically are warping the, the time-space continuum and they're, they're entering and exiting our perception of reality. I always think back to how wild the Plato's allegory of a cave. Are you familiar with the allegory of the cave? No. So before we go into the rabbit hole, because I really want to do an episode on all this shit, but allegory of a cave is basically where an individual is put into a cave, their back is face, they're, they're facing a rock wall and there's a fire, a campfire behind them and the light from the campfire shines on the rock they look at, but they can't turn around and go look at the fire. Well, it's a fracto, you know, shortening everything. They basically are able to turn their perception, their observation into the fire and see that there's an opening in the cave. And then if, if us as individuals, as humans, as souls, as whatever is able to actually exit the cave, we enter true reality. And that's kind of piercing the veil, right? It's this concept of it. And I may be butchering this. Email me, hate me. I don't give a shit. But it's very fascinating. And shadow people believe it or not, have a lot of ties. And it's in the Bible. It's very interesting. There's a lot of really crazy history on shadow people. Yeah, let's go into what the Bible has. It's the Christian Bible that shows many of these shadow figures. And there's a couple good verses in there, but you have to have an open mind, right? We're kind of extending this out to what people back then thought were shadow people. Let's get into it. Butter me up, buttercup. It is said in the Bible that a type of shadow, pattern, or figure is a prophetic foretelling of future events, a pre-echo, like God is so excited about what he is going to do that he drops hints, like a father preparing his child for what is going to happen, with enough detail that careful students can be prepared, but not so much detail that anyone can change the future. Well, it is said science fiction writers are about time travel scenarios should study the Bible for the rules of successful predestination. God has inspired writers to give detailed accounts of what is going to happen, but not so detailed that anyone can fake it or change it. God has not created any casual loops or bizarre paradoxes in time. The study of types, shadows, patterns, and figures in the Bible can be rewarding, eye-opening, and life-changing. But done poorly... Or with wrong motives, it can be frustrating, dangerous, and fraught with peril. 
Interesting. Our whole conversation we just had about dreams. Come on, man. That was quality content, man. I thought that was good. Maybe I'm just crazy. Well, one of the great instances throughout the Bible that I found, there's many other ones that you could go back, but it's the Holy Ghost. This signifying that the way into the holiest of all was not yet made manifest. This was like this was like um, Old Testament, right? Before yes, this all in this the Christian stuff Bible. is yeah. in the Old Testament. Yep, yep. Well, as the first tabernacle was yet standing, which was a figure for the time then present, in which were offered both gifts and sacrifices. So, the way I I look at this verse, it is the Holy Ghost that people are supposed to connect with before they pass away and go to heaven, they have to follow the Holy Ghost. Mm. And throughout the Bible, they use these shadow figures as holy representatives. So you have like the Noah Noah's Ark and how he saw many of these figures, so he was able to get this destination and his journey for God. Correct. He was given a vision to save the people and all this stuff. Yes. Yep. And that's interesting because there's going to be some more examples later on where we talk about some some mediums and some clairvoyants that not shadow people weren't necessarily evil. They were they were benevolent. They actually helped people succeed in certain ways and protected them. So let's talk about some some more kind of creepy stuff about shadow people and some early early history. So perhaps one of the earliest recordings of a shadow person activity comes in the form of a Sumerian demon named Alu. Alu had no physical features, no mouth, no lips, no ears. It didn't even have limbs, yet it terrorized people at night as it hovered over them. In one description uh, that resembles sleep paralysis, it would bind the victim's body, including his or her tongue, with the intent to take possession. That's insane. I mean, that is. And that's, and that's, this is, we're going to go into the types of shadow people and whatnot, but this is just one form of it. This, this ancient Sumerian demon that just sits on your chest and, and possesses the shit out of you. Uh, I'm throwing a long ball here. Okay. But could this Sumerian demon be the top hat man and the rest of the shadow figures then being his puppets? There is theories that that top hat man and, Again, context, Top Hat Man is supposedly a shadow person. The leader of the shadow people could be like a lieutenant in hell or some shit. That's what, in my findings, that's what I found. Maybe next time you see Top Hat Man, you just scream a loo and see if he jumps at you. That's right. That's going to be a no from me, dog. Show oh, the, no, say the bitch. demon's name. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I'm going to be, I'll be straight up with you, dude. I, I have not had any interactations with the Top Hat Man for a long time now. That's good. Has Becca seen him? No. I wonder it's, why. That is what's been so about weird. two or three years, and I have not had any experiences with him. Top Hat Man, we manifest you. <laughs> to show yourself one more time to Chase so he could reveal your real name. Tonight. Talk to him tonight. Say something. Be called out by name, Alu. Alu, come. Wow. Wow. I'm speechless, right? Just wow. Hey, it worked with Sean. Sean pissed on my ceiling, so maybe it'll work for you. <laughs> Well, let's talk about the <laughs> the type shadow shadows figures and patterns that are consistent with the rest of the Bible. Types and shadows can illuminate concepts, but types and shadows never change the meaning of the scripture. If the Bible says something is evil, but someone comes along and uses types and shadows to claim that that thing is actually holy, it is easy to know they are wrong, deceived, or lying. That's interesting. So what I really took from the Bible and with these shadows and everything is if the human being sins, then that shadow or figure will then become evil and deceiving. But if the person is holy, then that shadow figure will then become a holy presence with them and protect them. Right. And that's something that we're going to be talking about with our great Madame later Mm -hmm. on. Mm -hmm. But I want you guys to keep a nice little keynote in your heads that the Bible could be facing towards that. So let me ask you this, Adrian. So you're, you're saying that based off of uh, biblical scripture and whatnot, that maybe each individual, or I'm just, I'm just spitting this out there. Correct me if I'm wrong, but every individual has shadow people that surround them or just one, and it could be good or bad based on sins or actions or energy or whatever. Is that kind of what you're vibing with? Um, 
not me personally, right. but, I, but from, what you're from saying. the Bible scripture, yes. Interesting. It could be very possible, and especially if, let's say that the the Bible is completely correct, then absolutely, this is this is what we're seeing. So if if Chase takes a massive dump and it's just an, un- an unholy dump, a sinful dump, a dark dump, and it and it manifests a shadow person, and if it's a bad energy. He then has he has a, a a shadow person attached to him, correct? Yes. Okay. So okay. So let me let me flip the script on this one then, because you said some shadow people could be benevolent sure. from the mm-hmm, start, right? Mm-hmm. So could we not also say that maybe a shadow person could be a guardian angel? Yes, that's that's exactly what the Bible goes for. Is m- many of these figures within the Bible are guardian angels. So how are you to sit there and say, okay, the top hat man, air quotes, when it could just be. No one really knows what it is. It's just a man who wears hats. Uh, is not a guardian angel coming down to look over you. Or it's a fallen angel. Right, depending on your circumstances. And you know what You know what backs up this claim, Adrian? If you remember back into my early episode about my story of when I had that experience at that concert, and I saw some people had shadow people on their shoulders, some on their chest, some wrapped around them, but not everyone. Only a certain few had that, that presence about them. Yes. Well, what I really like is it's out of the Old Testament, and in the Old Testament, it's very non-forgiving for people that sin. So, that's why I believe many of these quotes that are in the Old Testament, it is very easy to show that a shadow figure, it can be a guardian angel. But if you're sinful, it could change, and God can make up his mind saying, you're sinful, you don't pay for your sins, because that's what the Old Testament is. Everyone pays for their sins because they're sinful. So it could be a fallen angel. And then that's when we get into the great point that Hunter brought up, the demon Alu. And he could be one of those people that God puts on sinful people. So what does this bullshit that we're talking about with the Bible actually mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please interpret because this is we're getting down a rabbit hole here. Yeah, this is this is a bunch of twists and turns. Chase is literally <laughs> spinning in his chair like a helicopter. <laughs> Well, looking into the types of shadow figures that are depicted in the Christian Bible, many of them helped people reach out for the word of God, like the tale of Noah and the ark. During this time of pursuing this adventure for God, he used figures or shadow figures that were sent from God to help pursue this journey. But how did we get from helpers of God to the horrifying and bone-chilling monsters we are trying to find this episode? Let's take a deeper look into the folklore of shadow people. Nice, nice little uh, little ad- adverb there, uh, Adrian. Well done. Did you like that, Chase? That was well said. Yeah, he's. Uh, you know what? This is for Adrian here. Well done. He's really getting his voice. He is. He's really getting his. Yeah. He's finding his it just, pedestal. It just took Emily to yell at him, and now he's got his voice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> know how. Put your blabber in, Adrian. <laughs> she got the whip out. <laughs> oh, you like that? Okay, so let's talk about folklore. Is we love folklore on this on this podcast? <laughs> <If> folklore, <laughs> folklore, if folklore. I'm hungry, boys. You want to feed me? <laughs> feed you some of that lore, baby. Let me redo that. <laughs> you can keep this if you want, Chase. Good luck. I'll give you GL, it. GL, baby. <laughs> it's saying. Let's talk about folklore. Did I say it again? I did. <laughs> this would be folk. great for Patreon. Lore. Folk. Okay. Folklore. Folk. 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 The term shadow people. Folk. Historically. <laughs> folklore. Let's talk about folklore, all right? Let's talk about folk. We can lore. talk about sporks. We can talk about forks. We can talk about forks deluxes. Okay. The term shadow people historically predates the modern inter- internet sensationalism of these entities. Predates the 1969 book, The Shadow People, by Margaret St. Clair. and predates other artwork, short stories, folklore, fork lore, and other real accounts of shadow entities over the last hundred years. Shadows are not a new phenomenon. That's quoted by Mike Ricksecker. In his book, A Walk in the Shadows, A Complete Guide to Shadow People. We we should probably just call it out that this was a large source for our research on Huge this Huge source. Uh, this... We have uh, several quotes and or stories. From stories from Mike's book's book. amazing. If you really want to dive into some scientific findings, actual stories from people, I mean, amazing real happenings, check out Mike's book, A Walk in the Shadows, A Complete Guide to the Shadow People. Well, shadow people have existed in all cultures since prehistoric times. Many ghosts and demons in folklore share striking similarities to the shadow people. Being tall, 
shadowy, and vaguely humanoid specters whose presence brings an unshakable feeling of doom, dread, or despair. On any unfortunate people who stray in their path, often these creatures were seen as harbingers for great destruction or ruin, such as the death of those who encountered them, the falling of harvest, the coming of plague, or even in some cases, the arrival of a natural disaster, such as the flo- as a flood or earthquake. Hmm. Is this the gray man in South Carolina? Is he a shadow person? See, you can't bring be- him up because you didn't really talk about him. Okay. Quick, quick KFA fact check. Yeah, there is a folklore, or for Hunter... A folklore. Folklore. <laughs> That's all we're going to call it. Guys, no more on this podcast. Is it folklore? It's folklore. But the gray man is in South Carolina, and before any natural disasters, he shows up on the beach, and he warns the people on the beach about natural disasters. That's fucked. Is so, that, wait, is that good? Actually, I, he's I warning cool. you. Yeah, yeah right. He, he's yeah. a dope-ass person, right? Thank you, gray man. Well, either way. <laughs> either way. In the fields of paranormal study, the shadow people are discussed in length with varied theories ranging from the spirits of the dead, echoes of past or future events, parallel dimensions, and even demonic entities or psychic vampires. I'm so glad he added energy vampires because that is legit theory behind Shadow People that they're just they're just energy vampires swooping in at night, fucking just sucking Colin your energy. Robinson, Colin Robinson. <laughs> I fucking love that, that show. That show's hilarious. Let's talk Adrian, about have you watched that? No. You need to. To be fair, we did. So that was my first thing when we talked about this before the episode was we talked about demons on the last episode with Minder. Mm-hmm. And a lot of this shit is very similar to Shadow People. They like so, to sword fight. Okay. Hang <laughs> on. God. Uh, Folklore. I, I hope with steel, not flesh. <laughs> well, they don't have fe- flesh, so it's just energy. <laughs> Start fighting. So lightsabers. Around. Just oh. lightsabers. <laughs> oh my god, we figured out Star Star Wars. It's not a Kraber crystal. It's actually shadow people. Believe it or not. All right, let's move on. <laughs> let's talk about Miss Madame. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm not I'm trying not to butcher this, but Madame de Esperance. She's a very interesting individual. She's controversial. Let me let me let me note that. And this is another great expert excerpt from uh, Mike's book, A Walk in the Shadows. So shadow people is not a modern term, but has been mainstream since as far back as the spiritual spiritualism movement of the 1800s. Controversial English medium Madame de Esperance frequently told of her experiences growing up in a haunted house in the 1860s and how she actually was protected from ghosts by shadows, which is interesting because this is one of our first public basically stories about shadow people not being evil in her early years. Now, she later goes back to talk about how some of these shadow people used to scare her, but she claims that these shadows protected her from misfortune, you know, bad things happening, you name it. It was her guardian angel, as Chase had kind of theorized earlier. Well, let's tell the listeners some of her stories. Elizabeth continued having these otherworldly experiences throughout her life. When she was 14 years old, she had a nervous breakdown. After Elizabeth had recovered and returned to school, things calmed for a while. There was no more strange occurrences. At least until one morning when she woke up to see that an essay she had for homework had already been produced overnight as she has been sleeping. The handwriting matched hers. Dun, dun, dun. No, how dope is that? The ghost freaking wrote her a novel. Or did she just have sleep paralysis? And then she like woke up, wrote it herself in the middle of the night. Nah, she was just or reminding not, not her. Sleep paralysis. Uh, I'm thinking more like cocaine. She probably had a lot of cocaine. <laughs> Everyone in the 1860s had a lot of cocaine. Sleepwalk. Jesus. Yeah, I'm she sleptwalk. Well, to maybe be, to maybe, be fair, I mean, like legitimately, people did do cocaine like a medical drug. Oh yeah. In the late 1800s. Oh yeah. So. Well, maybe the ghost is just reminding her to pick up some eggs at the grocery store. You know, just writing her a little note, just a little excerpt. Don't yeah. forget eggs. Well, as this episode of Elizabeth's life goes, the writing was done so well that nobody at school believed this was hers. An investigation even followed that involved the rector, who eventually accepted the piece to be her work. Was it again the shadow people, or perhaps a made-up story by Elizabeth, invented later in life? After finishing school, Hope married. I apologize. 
Her real name is Elizabeth Hope. We never went over that. Oh, fun fact. KFA fun fact right there. But after finishing school, Hope married at the age of 19 and moved to Newcastle, which is when the shadow people started appearing again. These were the 1870s, about the time she also began to mingle with other spiritualists and people with similar and allegedly unexplainable experiences in life. She started to practice with them. Activities such as moving tables and enhancing her skills as a clairvoyant. <laughs> I like how he pronounced clairvoyant. How many symbol, uh, syllables is that? Three. Clairvoyant. Yeah, that was the point. Clairvoyant. Yeah, exactly. Fun fact, Adrian's French, actually. <laughs> the yeah. more time she spent with her new friends, the less nervous she was about the shadows, which had been haunting her since childhood. Elizabeth progressed in the field, cracking the secrets of automatic writing. What? Okay, so you're kidding. I, from my understanding, this automatic writing thing is like fucking. It's a weird deal. It's an actual thing. It's a. Re- it's you're a real kidding. Thing. No, it's I'm, a. It's fucking weird. I'm literally thinking that this is total bullshit. But no, this is actually. There's other people who have documented yes. this. You can look it up on YouTube, and it's like fucking weird. Cool. Future episode, maybe. That's interesting. I'm sure it is, but. Adrian's feverishly looking it up to show Hunter. Automatic writing is called psychography. It is claimed as a psychic ability allowing a person to produce written words without consciously writing. Hmm. Right? Yeah, give me oh, that. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. The one that he actually wanted. That. Ooh, that was nice. <laughs> well, <laughs> what, what, what do you think about the story of Madame? I mean... She's really controversial because as many mediums in that time, the spiritualism movement, everyone was everyone was fucking clairvoyant at that time. Everybody could conjure spirits. There was a tarot, tarot card reader on every fucking corner. It was goddamn it Starbucks, was... all right? Burn them to a stake. They're all witches. That's my solution. Burn them. Burn them all. Why would sorry. you burn them? It's just... Sorry, witch on the list. We talked about this. We can't be prejudiced towards witches, all right? We have to stand up for the witches. Burn them on a stake. Damn. <laughs> He's so he, this guy's controversial. He's contra- He's the new Madame de Basparance. Well, Hunter, you want to tell us about the characteristics of shadow people? Oh, there's a lot, boys and girls. There's a lot. Well, so, you could even get into the types during this time. Oh, okay. Well, I'll have to pull up some additional notes on that. Um, so let's talk about the the common form of a shadow person. So they present themselves in this classic shadow being, which is described as a dark, inorganic, phantom-like, bipedal figures that look just like a dark black shadow of a figure. You can kind of tell they're humanoid. Sometimes you can, sometimes you can't. But doesn't seem to quite have a full human body, but maybe facial or bodily uh, features. They feel very masculine and oppressive, like something that is beyond human and out of our scope of understanding. Now, a caveat to that is, although they may seem oppressive, not always, and we'll keep saying that, they're not always oppressive. So let's talk about some of the types of shadow people. So, obviously, I just explained the humanoid figure. There is Top Hat Man, which we've talked about. It's not just a Top Hat. He can wear a fedora, cowboy hat, baseball cap. I mean, any type of hat. It's strange. Harry the platypus. He's well known throughout the nation, the world, the universe. Um, so, there are so many different uh, descriptions and looks to the Top Hat Man just because it comes from every origin. It's really strange. It's 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 very strange. Also, there's shadow people that have eyes, blue eyes, red eyes, yellow eyes, uh, white eyes, you, you name it, all sorts of colors of eyes, even purple eyes, some, some, some good, some bad, very strange. There's a hooded figure that also is ties to black ha- uh, um, uh, top hat man. There's the shadow mist. There's a form of shadow people that just appear as a black mist or a black cloud. There's the wisp, which is a fast-moving, semi-cloud-like entity that zips around areas and very disruptive in the EMP world. Well, would leave that we have a great image coming up for this next episode that you guys may want to remember that type. I love that. And then my personal favorite, this is Hunter's top, top one, is the crawler, which is a spider-like shadow figure that torments uh, uh, abandoned rooms and, and things. We also have the sleep paralysis demons, which is a general term for sleep paralysis shadow people as well. So those are some of our uh, most common types of shadow people. And like I said, caveat, I'll say it again, like a broken record, some good, some bad. Do shadow people have a scientific explanation? Skeptics note that seeing shadow people could simply be chalked up to sleep paralysis, which clearly 
if you guys listen enough, this is what I go to every single time because I've dealt with the same same stuff, and I just think it's sleep paralysis. It, he's a skeptic, so don't listen to a word he says. Yeah. Uh, aliens are real. Well, I know what I saw. I believe sleep paralysis, which is a medical phenomenon that takes place when someone is in between a sleeping and wakeful state. During sleep paralysis, a person feels fully conscious, but they're unable to move or speak and may experience a feeling of intense dread, the sensation of being suffocated, or even a hallucination of shadowy figures. Other potential... Go ahead, Chase. Uh, Hannah, I hope you're still listening to our podcast. Yes. This goes back to your dreams. Pay attention. Being choked. Can I tell you guys before something really quick before you continue, Adrian? No. I keep having these night terrors. Sorry, I'm just going to do it anyways. I keep having, I don't know why I asked. Why did I ask, boys? <laughs> girls, boys and girls, why did I ask? Because um, I'm going to re- say it anyways. We require consent in this room. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, really quick. I have been having some night terrors lately where I feel like I'm being choked. I wake up, I can't breathe, and Dom says I'm freaking out. And I physically am like in between dream states and I cannot breathe. And I'm choking and coughing and, and struggling. And then I wake up and I'm like, well, I'm fine. I can breathe. And it's Be like regular I'm, sleep patterns and being an alcoholic. That's that's what you chalk it up to. That's seriously all. all I it is. only drink when we're on the podcast. I literally is the only time I drink. Okay, irregular sleep patterns. I'm gonna sleep great tonight. Sleep great tonight. <laughs> Continue, Adrian KFA skeptical mother effer. <laughs> While other potential explanations include experience heightened emotional states, sleep depri- deprivation, or stop substance abuse. So that, that that's sub or that's sleep paralysis. Uh, what would you do if you see a shadow person? I feel like it's an infomercial. What shall you do if you encounter this demon? It's normal to feel fearful if you see something as an inexplicable as a shadow person. But according to experts, it is best to focus on staying grounded and not letting yourself be overwhelmed by the discomfort of what you're experiencing. If you encounter a shadow person, the worst thing you can do is give it your fear, as entities with negative intent thrive on their ability to make us feel unsafe and uncomfortable. The best thing that you can do is call in spiritual protection, pray, or simply stand your ground by firmly telling the shadow person to leave you alone. I think that's a great point because that's what Minder told us to do, and that's what she did when she was feeling so fearful in her house. She wouldn't let the entity know that she was scared of it. And she prayed. And even if you're not one for praying, just make sure you're not feeling frightened next to that entity. Be strong. Be oh. strong. We, You guys got stuck in this purgatory right behind your back. A one-off encounter with a shadow being can be creepy. But if your visions of these entities are ongoing, it may indicate that it's time to do some spiritual cleansing of your energy field and your living space. If you're having multiple experiences with shadow people, you may want to consider doing a major energetic house cleansing or hiring a professional energy worker to do one for you. I think that's a load of shit, but I mean... Shocker. (laughs) Shocker. I, I, I just want people to understand that there, there is outlets. Right. If I don't believe it, doesn't mean that you guys can't believe it. Right. If it helps you in the future, that's all I can. Okay. About. Okay. No. Okay. I'm going to take a standpoint here because uh, growing up my whole life, my mom has always told me, she says, if you feel unsafe, just say out loud, you don't belong here. I don't accept evil spirits. Only the ones who are here who bring the light to protect me, you're the only ones who are welcome. And then you project light. And that's how you get rid of bad spirits. Sure. So I believe that since a child, I believe it works. I think it's worked personally for me. But since you're such a fucking skeptic, and I know that you've dealt with bullshit in your life that you do believe in, what would you do, Adrian? Yeah, what, what would a skeptic? What would KFA do? do? Just go back to sleep. Yo, oh, you fucking crackhead! No, <laughs> yeah, bullshit. Know. Yeah, tell me when you had that sleep paralysis that didn't freak you the fuck out. Oh, it did. I just turned on my light and then went back to sleep. <laughs> no, I don't believe it. I did. I promise you guys. Once I was able to move my body. It was straight to the lamp to see what the fuck was happening. And once that happened and I understood that I was in a wakeful state, I went straight back to sleep. Did it creep me the fuck out? Yes. Ipso facto, he brought light into his life. He got you there, Adrian. He did. You did turn on the light. Gotcha, sucker. 
Cool. <laughs> Why is he so skeptic? I just he, don't get it. No, no it's because he's a dick. He's no, so I, aggressively I, skeptical. It's like you're an aggressive atheist. I don't believe in anything. And you put I, it down people's throats. I am not an atheist. I know you're not, but it's weird how skeptical you are. Hey, we we all have our things. I know. I'm just going to keep pressuring you and until you have a ghost experience. No matter what, I hope everyone that is terrified by these things find their holiness. I agree. You do need, Just like Hannah, you have to find a way to solve your issue because... Regardless if you believe in this or not, real people are experiencing real events that are traumatizing their day-to-day life. And we have to – I think we have a duty on this podcast to to reach out to these people and help them out. And as Adrian said, find your light. Chase said, find your light. Figure out what solves the situation. Pray. You know, do cocaine. I don't care. Do something. Fix the demons. Don't, don't do cocaine. Yeah, yeah, don't do cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm not condoning doing cocaine. No drugs in general. Well, that's our episode about – the history of shadow people and what they are. Just wait until we tell you some of the stories that we found on shadow people next episode. And if Chase would all do us a great favor, we heard from one of our favorite listeners, Oscar again, and he's updating on us on some of his stories that he told us last couple of podcasts. Our favorite so, Brit. Yes. So I, uh, before we start, I do want to say we had like so much content for this that we cut it short. Um, we actually thoroughly enjoyed the Shadow Person episode, so thank you guys for the recommendation. Um, and we will get around to talking more about this because, again, we cut a lot of shit short. So, um, Oscar, what the fuck, man? Why do you keep on bringing us these awesome ass stories? They get better and better every time. I'm gonna stand on a pedestal. I'm gonna. St- I'll, I'll right. I'll, I will outright say it right now. The first ones. Yeah. Th- this next set you sent me, I was like, damn. Uh oh. These stories are fucking Uh-oh. lit. I haven't read it yet. Uh oh. <laughs> Um, but you know, in true fashion with Oscar, we have some corrections cause we're a bunch of dumbass <laughs> Americans. <laughs> so one of these days, Oscar, we promise you, we will figure this shit you out. Dumbass honky. <laughs> <laughs> Benjamin, I can't stand it. I can't do it. I just have to always say it. So I'm just going to start from the whole message, the Reddit story. Cause I just love it. So he's like, Hey, loved hearing this story on the podcast. Feel like a minor celebrity. You know what? Honestly, Oscar, I'm pretty sure we're going to have you on as a guest someday. Cause why not? I mean, yeah, this you is your invitation. This is this is great. You're yeah, this Jedi is your invitation. Yeah, come so. on. Yep. All right. So, uh, we originally said River Thames. It's River Thames, and I should have known that. Like, is it River Thames? Yeah, yeah. I, I should have known that. Thames okay. kind of sounds cool, though. Now, this is my favorite one: Samuel Pepsi. <laughs> no. <laughs> Did we really say that? I fucked that one up. You royally, said Samuel dude. Pepsi. I said I was like Pepsi. Pe- Pepsi, Pe- Pepsi. I don't remember. You said right. Pepsi's. But get this. Okay, here's the spelling. P-E-P-Y-S. The actual pronunciation, pronunciation, Samuel Peeps. Yeah, I see it. Okay. Makes total sense. And it's Westminster, not Westminster, like we were saying. Like white Well, Americans. we, so Oscar, Westminster. Just, uh, just give you a nice little better? overview. We have a town right down the street that's called Westminster. So where are you saying Westminster? Yeah, to be fair, but in, in yeah, in Colorado, there's a Westminster. So that is fair to us. Very, very fair to us. Um, this guy fucks, which Hunter did not like that joke at all. <laughs> I did not, but now I love it. I love it. His name is actually Guy Forks. I knew that. I, I knew that. But he didn't wear the V mask, so you no. you didn't but, know shit. But it was it was it, it inspired the V mask and the 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 whatever. Fuck it. Th- thanks, Oscar. Thanks for ruining my my enjoyable V for Vendetta. He yeah he knows that there are a lot more, but you know what? That that's enough for us. Okay. <laughs> thanks for making fun of us, Oscar. Why do you <laughs> hate us Americans? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Feel abused by a British Can't British man. Check the war. <laughs> If I could revert that KV fact check, I would. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Zip! <laughs> just, just use your Stargate. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. Oh, wait. Hold on. We got we got one more. Oh, there's more? No. This one. This one. I like this one because it's a full-on definition here. Um, Norwick, he says it's weirdly called Norwich. No. Or Norwich. Nor- Norwich, I think. Norwich. Norwich. Well, the the second one. I'm going to stick with Norwich because I I cannot pronounce another one. I feel like but never Norwich. They're just so. making shit up. They spell the word N O R to make it faster. N O R W I C K, and they say it's Norwich. Norwich. How the fuck does okay. that work? But in Oscar's defense, at one point we were all Britons, and then the ones who just wanted to live a simple farm life. <laughs> Probably couldn't talk that well. This guy Fox moved to America. This guy Fox, and now you got us, white Americans, boy. 
<laughs> you damn honkies. All right, all right. Let's get into these stories. These are juicy. I like these stories. Okay, Oscar, this is uh, quoted from you. I'm just going to read it as I see it. Not sure if they'll be at the end of the most recent one. I've not finished. But anyway, here are some story updates. Saw my mom's partner, the nurse over Easter, got to hear his story again. He was working in a private hospital in, oh, uh, Christ. Sheffield. 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 That was an old nunnery. One morning, he was going up some stairs and heard someone say his voice behind him, and it went cold. He turned around to a pale, indistinctive silhouette at the bottom of the stairs that then disappeared. He spoke to other members of the staff who told him about the other incidents, machines and computers being on and off in rooms they definitely had been otherwise, and lights being turned on themselves, on and off. I think he said no one ever saw this actually happening, though he wasn't there long. But when he told other more permanent members of the staff about what he saw, they told him it was normal, and it attributed to a sister who used to live there, who used to go around turning things off at the end of the day. Had a strange conversation with my dad, and this is how the conversation went. Dad, might have found the cause of the knocking you heard when you stayed here. Me, being Oscar, question mark. Dad, have had a big fly problem upstairs. Found out there has been a rook or something using a chimney to stash birds up there. Found at least five large birds, including a duck, in five bin bags of rubbish. May explain the noise, although another door rattled the other day. Okay, I I just have to pause. Please. And I like... Oscar's next comment. Um, why the fuck was there a duck in your ass? <laughs> <laughs> Is that a common thing? Like, do ducks fly we, up we there? We want to hear back from you and tell us if ducks being in your attic is just normal. Do people just smuggle ducks in your house? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Oscar says, what the fuck? I do not expect the knocking was a weird hoarding rook, but amusingly, a possible explanation either way. Holy fuck, I have a fifth story. Can't believe this one slipped my mind. I went to see him today and asked him about the stories. I've heard them dispartingly over time, but wanted a better understanding of it, largely to share with the podcast. Parentheses, recorded it, not very structured chat, but can send the recording. Might be useful for your British accents in the future. <laughs> Help you sound like something not Australian. Wow! I can't believe I read that in real time. <laughs> you, you, you got to do the emoji, too, yeah, for the Patreon. The, the <laughs> Um, I honestly can't tell if Oscar likes us or not. (laughs) (laughs) He honestly loves us because, I I mean, come on. (laughs) Okay, guys. We love you too, Oscar. We do love you. We do want the the chat recording. Yeah, actually, will you send that? Please, please, please. Okay, so anyways, summarized. When I moved to Norwich. Norwich. I got it. I got it. I remember. It's Norwich. Norwich. I moved into an old council estate into a room in a shared house at the east side of the city. Next door lived an old man called Kev. Kev is 67 now and has lived in that house for about 40 years. Initially, his mother lived in the house I lived in, and he got to know the guy next door, a man named Charlie. He had a pretty standard way of dressing, and over the years, he'd seen him taking bins out and had a chat and got to know him a little. Charlie died a little while later, and Kev moved into his house. Context over. Story begins. This is, I love this story. It's so good. Many years later in that house, Kev lived with his partner at the time. She came upstairs rather confused and scared to tell Kev that there was a man sitting downstairs in a chair, ignoring her. He went down and no one was there. Years later, Kev was sat downstairs in his chair watching telly. He turns around and Charlie sat there. And about two meters away to his right by the fire, parentheses, there's no longer there. That confused me to no end. End parentheses. In his chair, parentheses, also not there. End parentheses. Doesn't really move, doesn't acknowledge Kev at all. Just sits looking at the fire. He sat there for half an hour, and Kev's partner comes into the room, stops dead, and asks who that is. Kev thinks he's going mad and assumes she can't see Charlie and asks what she means. She describes him and the furniture there, so it's clear they're seeing the same thing, and he realizes he's not mad. Old Charlie is indeed sat by the fire. She's never met Charlie as he died before they even met to me. That shows Charlie can't just be in his mind as she sees him without having met him. Definitely lost sleep over that. Turns out Charlie died there in the same clothes he appears in, in his chair in front of the fire. Kev has never seen him appear or disappear. He's just there when he turns around sometimes. Again, like the girl from Cornwall, it's just a part of his life. It used to really creep him out. Now he just says, y'all right, Charlie, and carries on. I see Kev every few weeks and ask him about Charlie and if he's seen him. Probably every other month or so, no particular patterns or timing. 
They'll come back from the loo or turn around at night, and Charlie is there, sat by the fire. I'm pretty sure they're all my glory stories now. Though, at some point, I'd like to go back to Plymouth. Maybe I'm saying that wrong. <laughs> I'm sure we are. <laughs> God damn it. And ask the new students if they've ever seen anything in that house. And likewise, go to the other address and see if they have poltergeist activity. Likewise, once Kev dies, I'd like to see if the tenant there experiences anything. We'll let you know on any counts. Thank you, Oscar. That was a good one. Right? That's really... It's not overly the top. Sometimes these stories are so over the top, they're hard to believe. But this one was he just appeared in front of his fire. Not malevolent, not benevolent, just there. Yeah. It's good old Mr. Watkins. That, that's immediately what I thought of when I read that story. That is really... That's exactly what I thought of, too. But Bill Watkins was a lot more, you know, But he was angry. And this guy, like, he just, he was just a man who died in his fucking chair. Like... Well, this, maybe he's not mischievous because he knows the tenant that's living there, right? Yes. Charlie is okay with Kev living there. Yeah, that's fair. And he fair. passed peacefully. That's passed fair, because Bill was like, get the fuck out of my house. Yeah, and he did. He was, I'm no heaven man. This guy, though, passed on peacefully. Yeah. Well, he's not a heaven man either if he's stuck in purgatory. <laughs> oh! oh, shit. Wow. Cash money records. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like it. how we, I like how we just praise Adrian on everything he does. <laughs> he's a good kid, all right. He's a skeptical asshole, but he's a good kid. We love him. We do. Without the skeptical asshole, what really are we? Truly, though, just an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> just Oscar, what gig. are we? <laughs> well, thank you, Oscar, again. That was awesome. We loved it. If you guys enjoyed the story on Shadow People, and you liked all the history behind it, make sure you come back. You check out. All of our amazing links on our Instagram, which is at Stuck in This Purgatory, as well as tag along on our Spotify. Give us a nice little review. And then next Monday will be a great part two of Shadow People. Big news. Guess what? We're on Apple Podcasts now, baby. So guess what? For your listening pleasure, you now can listen to us on Anchor.fm. Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and now Apple Podcasts. So make sure to share it along to all your friends. Um, if you guys are feeling super juicy, you can leave us some reviews on Apple. Um, if we get the right reviews and we get enough listeners, we might be on some new and noteworthy, and that would be huge for us. So we would appreciate that. We would actually really love it. So please help us out so we can keep giving you guys more content, more great stories. And more of my bullshit. Guys, we just, again, appreciate you so much. And I told some people in my life that I would do this, but I'm shouting out the golden high school demons, the kids I coach, and all you crazy mothers out there, you wild men. You fucking sellout. Yeah, I'm a fucking sellout. If you, boys, if you don't win this goddamn games this week, I'm going to stick your asses in purgatory. Or if you guys don't write a review on Apple Podcasts, he will run you. I will literally make you run suicides and burpees until you puke. So, boys, you better you better do what I say. Do the reviews and win some games, or you're going to be in purgatory, and it's not good. 